Life isn't about answers, it's about questions. Asking good questions is key to learning. That's a proven fact. And there's no more important question than why Jesus. So get ready as we dive into the conversation together on the next episode of the Why Jesus Podcast. Hello, we are in it. All right. You, you, you. <laughs> you gotta do that. Are, you gotta do that. You gotta do that, LT. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't think I could do it like you. I don't think I was oh my able gosh. to say that. Um, but anyway, welcome everyone to another Why Jesus podcast episode. Hopefully, you're all doing well. We got a bunch of good topics today. Today, we're gonna be talking a little bit about Kat Von D and Gideon and their whole coming to Christ moments. They're also how they're using their influence as new believers. Should they be teaching? Should they be influencing the way they are? We're going to be covering some of the things surrounding them, including a music video that Kat Von D did that I have just been made aware about or, you know, a new song she's coming out with. I don't know, whatever that is all about. Then we'll also be jumping into a little bit about Britney Spears and her abortion comments, uh, Justin Timberlake covering that story a bit, some of our thoughts and ending with a little bit of an update about Israel um, at the very end. So, and John just left. So that's going to be the show for today, folks. Thank you for uh, tuning yeah, in. Yeah, John just bounced on us. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> we can hold it down. Yeah. We, we can hold it down for now. Yes, that's right. He'll be back, though. Uh, I mean, he better be back because here's the thing. Like when it comes to Kat Von D and Gideon, I have I haven't really heard of them up until this moment. Now that everyone's been talking about them with the whole coming to Christ thing, I'm not overly familiar with their content. Um, so I don't know if John Clash is a big Kat Von D fan over here. I'm trying to figure out which side of the microphone I'm supposed to talk into. <laughs> no, you sound good, bro. You sound good. <laughs> Well, we, there's like a little red line in it that I, if I if I go like this, is it sounds different. So, um, I have really no idea who Gideon is or was. I, I I guess I kind of know who he is now just because he's he's been relevant in the Christian community. Yeah. But um, Kat Von D, when I was like younger, younger, I used to follow her because she did. Uh, there was this run of like Miami Inc. and LA Inc. and all of these tattoo um, tattoo, tattoo TV shows. Yep, yes, sir. Yeah, so I was I was into that when I was younger, and that's how I, I found out about Kat Von D. But I didn't really know that she even had a music career or, or anything. I knew she had makeup lines and stuff, but I just thought she was a tattoo artist. Um, but, you know, she has resurfaced, and here we are talking about her. Uh, here we are here um, we are i mean i was never into that whole tattoo reality tv show world nor was i ever really into a lot of specific influencers in general so kat von d never really crossed my radar but here we are <laughs> and people are. and people are being influenced uh by these people and what they say about christianity yep and all that stuff yeah so is there a, I know, John, that I, I have her Instagram here. I can pull it up here real fast. Um, just talking about some of the things that she's been posting recently. 
Uh, yeah, let's I think see it's a here. long video. You got played in two times speed. <laughs> two times speed. You can, you even, can you even do that on Instagram? I, uh, yeah, that's right. You got probably download, not. You got to download it first and then play it in like a, a media player. So which one? Which one do we want to look at first? Because I know that she has this whole music video thing, and she also has this like her whole like testimony stuff. Yeah. So I would say click click the testimony one. This, this uh, one right here. Yeah. yeah I'm over here. Up. I'm over here pointing at my screen like you guys can see it. <laughs> um and like if you can fast forward because i think in the middle she starts talking about um some of the backlash that she got she she starts off by saying that there was a a lot of positivity that came from it and people were so supportive of her baptism and xyz but then there was a lot of negativity that came with it as well and i think that she made some really good points i didn't comment on it yet like i was gonna make a video about it but yeah. um I'm glad that I didn't because <laughs> because the video she just dropped today I would have yeah, been like, I saw oh, that man so yeah let, let's just first let's just first comment a little bit and listen to her whole conversion stuff and like how people are reacting and kind of our thoughts from that perspective and then we'll take into consideration also um, you know the most recent stuff I see I see John right here this was a very Christian response to hate um i see your comment so good job you, that's you, how i felt about it and that's the video i was gonna make and i still agree with that statement that this is a good christian response to hate because she was very uh very loving Grace, her response gracious, and gracious. Yeah. yeah all right yeah, let's let's take a listen how do you fast forward on instagram it should there should be a little button yeah, at the bottom, bottom. Maybe. nope hey everybody I hope you guys are all having a beautiful Sunday. I know I have. Yeah. Um, I've had a pretty it's long not. day here. It's like five o'clock in Indiana right now. Oh, there, there you there go. go. There you can go. I, Look at you. Can I play this one? Look at you go. Hey, everybody. Hey. I hope you can guys you are it? all having yeah. a beautiful no, Sunday. I, I know I have um, some kind of format where I can. Yeah, you just are genius. Give you 100. Um, but anyways, it was. I want to talk about like the response that I got to okay. the what, video that I posted about my baptism. It so was I think this is the positive part. So, do you want the playlist part? Yeah, let's let's listen to it a little bit. beautiful amount of just positivity and just love. Like me and my my husband and my son, we'd go out to go get lunch throughout the week, and people would just come out of nowhere, just wanting to give me a hug and congratulate me and welcome me to the family which I love and it's been it's been pretty awesome. I'm actually shocked because I was expecting to get so much hate for it. Um, you know, I know that a majority of my my fans and my followers are not Christian um, and so like I know that it's a turnoff to a lot of people and you know everybody's had like their own experiences in their life that uh, might trigger certain things and um, you know, and I, I know that everybody's on their own journey and it's not for everybody, but, um, but this is where I'm at. And to me, my baptism was a, so I want to get some clarification. I'm not sure if any of you know, do you know before she was baptized, if she ever talked about Christianity or her faith or anything, like was the baptism, like the first time anyone found out about her whole conversion? The only thing I know is she threw out her, um, 
like witchcraft witchcraft books i remember when she did that uh last year and um but i i think that's about it i don't think anyone else knew that she was kind of moving in this direction yeah and and i think you know i'm not sure but the, the baptism may be old and she's just posting the video now Mm. um because you know from the looks of it she's plugged into her local church um she's not like up front you know what i'm saying she she's in the choir um from the looks of it the local church that she's a part of is a baptist church they're you know from the outside they're you know pretty good so far um but she's not like let me be up front let me be you know the end all be all let me you know and she she goes into the goes into it in this in this video um and she's just really w- wanting to sit and learn um mm. and you know you know it's it's if anybody watched the show way back when when she was you know on and popping like it's just good to see and i and i pray that you know the fruit does remain and she does remain following after Christ. Um, uh, time will tell. Um, but it's, it's good to see like God is calling his people to himself, you know, no matter how wicked you are, you know what I'm saying? And we all have wicked things that we've all done, but like for the world to see someone in her limelight and from her lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, turning to Christ, um, making it public, making it known, um, it's just good to see like God is God is still saving people no matter who you are God can save you um and, and you know it, I I pray that is a genuine faith it, it it seems that way um but you know compared to um Gideon um it's kind of two different responses you know what I'm saying um two different responses she wants to be discipled and learn and and serve in her local church um and Gideon wants to be up front telling everybody what's good in the neighborhood and he's dicing and slicing the word of god online you know what i'm saying and yeah, you know I I, I I glanced at Gideon's uh Gideon live or whatever his channel mm-hmm. is now and i was just looking at some of his titles and thumbnails and <laughs> he definitely seems to be um laying into his opinions on what Christianity is and stands for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's and, go ahead. Go ahead I was just going to say, let's get into the, um, the negative parts of, of what she's saying. And then we'll, um, then we'll take a look at her most recent video and then let's yeah. do, then let, let's get into the, the comparing both of them. Uh, because I think that, that her new video is, um, like it's a good look into the topic and I don't want to, I don't want to get into it yet. So let's, uh, all right, all right. let's bring let's that back. It. You know, a public demonstrant, you know, it's not, it wasn't my atheist friends. Um, so what time do you think it's like right around here? Three, yeah, it was a little before that. So that's why I really wanted to share it with people, you know, and like if there was anybody out there that felt like they were at a, a crossroads and, don't feel like you fit in because I don't feel like I fit in anywhere now and um, Mm. or that I ever have, (laughs) to be honest, like you're not, you're not alone. You know, there's, and, and it's, it's crazy how many people in my DMS and stuff like, like shared with me what they've been going through too. And so it's kind of cool to be able to connect in that way. 
but there was this other side of the response that was just so awful. And, you know, it's not, it wasn't my atheist friends. Um, you know, you would think that all the hate would be coming from people who are, you know, against religion or against Christianity and stuff. And, um, you know, we got like the typical, like dumb mean, like emoji comments, but like, it was really the Christians who were the worst. And there was, it was just really like sad to see like this critical display of judgment um, from, from, from Christians. And I don't understand what would inspire that aside from like an, something that's more egoic because that isn't Christ-like, you know, to judge people or judge people's journey. It's like um, you would think that, that most Christians would be like happy for you when you, um, you know, come to this point in your life, especially when, when you get baptized, like baptism is so beautiful and it's such a, a big landmark in, in time for me, at least it was one of the most important days of my life. So it's like strange that these, these handful of like negative critical Christians would like come at me in such a public way as well. Um, I think one of the biggest or one of the, the comments that I would see like repeatedly would be like people saying that I was faking it and that this is just a PR stunt to get like clicks and follows and mm. I don't or, or views, which I think is so weird because I mean, I don't <laughs> my Instagram is not monetized, so I don't get paid for how many views I get. And mm. like I mentioned before, a majority of my followers are probably more turned off by my decision than actually like rooting for me. I mean, I know there's a big Wait. amount that is, but. Okay. Let's just, let's just pause there for now. And let's, uh, what are your thoughts so far uh, listening to that segment? Uh, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let John go, but shouts out to the chat. Um, everybody in the chat, um, brother, Matt, uh, this is salvation did a, a great uh, reaction video to the full video. So, uh, yeah, go, definitely. go, go peep our brother, our, our brother, uh, this is salvation out. And also Gio says she's Mexican. I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that, but yeah, I didn't know that either. Gio's been doing some investigating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, John, take the floor away, brother. My, my bad. Yeah. So, I mean, that was my initial reaction to it as well of my reaction to the reactions, because I'm, you know, I, I know this, when I first became a Christian, I was a mess, mess. I still consider myself a mess right now. Mm. Um, and, like you could scroll. Hey, hey. What up? Hey, another guy entering. All the audio listeners gonna be just like yeah, randomly yeah. cut off. They're gonna be like, "What the world?" Je Jeremy, <laughs> Pastor Jeremy has just entered the chat for any for anybody who has who is just listening to audio. our second favorite host on the show. Yes, second favorite. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> but um, so. If you could scroll through my Instagram and go find my my baptism video, uh, my baptism pictures, and then go into like stuff that I posted after I was baptized, there's some pretty unchristian stuff that I posted <laughs> after I was baptized. So, like, we got to give people some some time, you know. And uh, as you were saying, Daryl, I think it's really good that she's in a local church um, because then she can be guided and people can can help her through the process and it, you know she's not caught up in this in this mega church so mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to the um the christian response 
it's just, oh, I don't know why we, and when I say we, I, I mean a general we, because you guys don't do this, but when somebody who is unlikely to come to faith comes to faith, our first, um, our first reaction is the, the loaded Lux or, or what's his name? What's the dude's conceited, name? Conceited, conceited, conceited. Yeah, the, the conceited, you yeah. know, the, the face, <laughs> the face that he makes, that emoji. Um, yes, sir. Uh, like that's that's our reaction. It's like, yeah, whatever. We'll see. How about we just do innocent until proven guilty? All right. I mean, we don't put them on a pedestal. We don't uh, say, hey, this is the the greatest Christian since uh, Saint Paul. You know, right. like let's just let's not do that. But let's let's be supportive because what do you think is gonna is gonna make someone want to grow more? If when they come and, and become a part of something and now they're surrounded by love and people that are like, yes, we're here, we're help, we're here to help you, we're here to guide you, or like, nah, you didn't really do this, you faking mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. you know, ah, yeah. uh, you still got your nails painted, I see you with your tattoos, blah, 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 you're just doing this as a publicity stunt. Or I seen people say that uh she's trying to deceive people and and she's a plant from the devil. And I'm like, yo, what what TBN uh like nonsense are you listening to you know yeah um so yeah so, that's, that's my opinion I mean, on it so i was gonna add to that just a little bit um when I, I have to admit sometimes i do have this tendency to when i hear famous people ever say something about becoming a christian or anything like that where my first thought normally is okay we'll see like that that does come to my mind from when i hear celebrities say something like that because you do have celebrities throughout history who have claim some sort of faith or claim some sort of regard for Christianity. And then next thing you know, nothing really seems to come of it. They do the same things over and over again. I mean, one of the first examples that come to my mind is I know Haley Bieber at one point came out saying like uh, something about her being Christian or whatever, but nothing really changed about her life or the choices she has made since. So, you know, do with that what you will. Um, so like, I know that my thoughts sometimes can be hesitant to start, uh, when it comes to celebrities and their professions, but I agree that that doesn't, our first response shouldn't be like in the comment section saying she's not saved or right. go right straight to that. Um, but rather we should be like, we'd rather be like, we are, we are optimistic that you're being genuine and we hope that you grow, but we're. But, I, but we're not going to put you on the pedestal because you see with like people like Kanye West, the moment you put them on a the pedestal, things can get really crazy really fast. Things can get yeah. weird. Um, but it, I, Dylan, I think I think it's one thing though to think about that and and be skeptical, right? I, I think that's fair. It's a whole nother thing to get on this thing and start typing away. Mm -hmm. And I just, I I don't agree like with, with what most people do um, that say that they're a Christian, oftentimes I fall into those same traps. I, I think that the problem becomes like, these are things that people are saying to another human being Mago through Day. a keyboard mm -hmm. yeah. and they have no regard for their emotional or health, even yeah. a little bit. Cause even if, even if it's a stunt, like let's even if, why what's the point why even engage then so if mm. it is a stunt and you are proven right the people that are saying that in the comments or the people that are, are condemning her what are you what are you winning even yeah. if people agree not to mention how many folks in our own churches 
are wiling out on the way they're living. And we are not willing to sit down and call out our own sure. to say, this is mm -hmm. not how you should be living. Sure. And this is not the way that we act in the body of Christ. Maybe we should be way more cautious about that. How many people are, are causing spiritual abuse in the Christian community mm -hmm. and like those are things that get me just as upset. And so when, when I saw her recent video um, sharing from her heart, some of the ways that comments have impacted her, man, I, I it made me actually really mad. And, and mm -hmm. I don't really have a, a care in the world of Kat Von D one way or the other, but if someone's willing to at least share, like we, we can be private about our convictions or our possible wonderings about what someone says, but to go to a comment section, man, Christian, mm -hmm. if that's you, you need to repent because that, that is wrong. Amen. And I, I do, I'm sorry, go for it, Daryl. No, no, no. I, I do appreciate, you know, her, her heartfelt um, giving of her, just, just speaking to, to her audience. Um, and I do appreciate the lane that God has given her. Like, like I said earlier, God can save, anybody he can save a sinner like paul he can save a sinner like me you know i've had all three of you on my channel to share, share your testimony he saved sinners like you you know what i'm saying um and it's, it's just good to good to know that god is still saving people he's still and 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 say he's still on the move saving people a sister from my church says that all the time god is on the move yes and amen um he's still saving people and he ha he he gives her a, a lane, like she said. Some of her people that watch her, they do not, they're they're not rocking with Christians, and they're not rocking with Jesus, you know. And then some people are like saying, "Hooray, hooray, hooray!" And then the Christians are saying, "Oh no, you're fake!" Blah 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 blah. Um, however, her story, just like Kanye's story, even though it's it's wild and crazy. It has people still diving in their diving in the scriptures or maybe yeah. wanting to go to church again or maybe, you know, reaching out to their friend or their family member that's been telling them about Jesus and the Bible. Like, whoo, I used to watch that homegirl on VH1 mm -hmm. and now she's, you know, in, in a small local church, not in front of everybody, listening, leading in, uh, singing in a choir, um, you know, going back to what John says. And we might, you know, get into the video that she um, posted recently. Um, but like, it, if she's a baby, she's still growing, mm -hmm. and she may have a contract with whomever, and they may still have her under doing certain things right. that she has to do for work. Um, and she might be under contract. Um, and you know, it, it is what it is. She might not have that that leeway, like Kanye had saying, "I'm not going to do." whatever music, I'm just going to do Jesus music. Mm -hmm. So we don't know her whole entire situation. You know, it could be posting about a baptism one day and then uh, crazy vampire love the next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and so in, in her video, she shared how her little small church was opening and welcoming to all her crazy friends who came to her baptism. That's what's up. And mm -hmm. like that, that was the, my favorite part of her story as a local church pastor to hear how um, these, these, these folks in the pews, a little small awesome. Baptist church was willing to welcome in people that probably, it sounds like don't go to church very often That's good. That's and awesome. they're showing up to hear the gospel, to hear someone profess faith in Christ. Like, man, why can't we just celebrate the win mm -hmm. and then yeah. shut our mouths and move on? <laughs> <laughs> And I know we're going to get into discussing her her video sure. and, and everything, but um, her 
her recent one. But I, I look at the the Christian comments and some something that I always keep in my head is uh, uh to to abstain from the appearance of evil, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that we we really appear evil. Uh, we really appear evil when we are in the comment section, mm-hmm. you know, uh, coming at somebody who just came to faith. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to think about how people who are not Christians are looking at this yes, because sir. they're they're going to be in the comment section reading mm-hmm. to see the reactions. I don't know yep. about about you guys, but I'd be like, let me see what people are saying, you know, <laughs> and uh, they're going to see all of these Christians being mean towards her. Mm-hmm. And all that does is confirm people's biases towards Christians. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it, con- it confirms. All right. Yeah. I, I knew that, that I, I wanted no parts of this. That's great for cat, but look at this reaction. I want no parts of this. If these are Christians, I don't want to be around them. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I think that we just shoot ourselves in the foot when, wh- what is the goal as, as a Christian? Is it to be right? You know, that's, that's, that's not it. Our goal is to, is to get more people on the team. Come on. Yeah. And I mean, don't like most people, like most Christians you talk to, um, most of the times they'll be like, yeah, we don't expect new believers to understand the faith completely. We don't expect them to, um, be the most wise or whatever. But then when it comes to these sort of situations, it does seem like that is instantly what people expect. Like they, they expect an instantaneous change in, uh, perception, knowledge and everything. Yeah, but when you, when you're a celebrity, it's like, it's like, yeah, all that stuff applies to you regular people. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you could, you take your time, learn the Bible, get discipled. You know, you're just a baby. It's okay. If you mess up, you know, pick yourself up, keep going. But when it's a celebrity, it's like, nah, the second you, I'm not even giving you a chance to mess up. You're already messed up. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, it's because I, I guess, I guess in a lot of people's eyes, it's because like, well, when they make a mistake, everyone knows it. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, it's just that's just due to circumstance of their situation, their life, and their job and everything. Mm-hmm. Because if everyone's job was put on display for millions, um, I'm sure they would not be able to live up to the standard either. That's facts. So, let's, but speaking of not, not living up to the standard, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we listened to enough a little bit about her her re- people's reaction to Yo, sh- Dylan. I just want to say shout out to you for figuring out the whole, let me just click the audio so we can fast forward. That was incredible. I would have never figured that out. Thank God we have a 22 year old on the team. That's right. I'm just a sa- savvy, a 23 year old, almost an 18 year old. I don't know why <laughs> it's been a long day. Shout out to Pastor Josh, though, in the, in, in our, in our, the YG's network, Pastor Josh from uh, Jesus and Five. Um, th- think about what the, what the Bible says that the angels do when one sinner repents. Mm. They party. They go crazy. They go nuts. If they were to act like God's people are acting, and the Bible, and, and the Bible says, and one sinner repents, and they doubted, or one sinner repents, and... <laughs> They said, no, you're fake. And once in a repents, and they was just like, eh, forget about it. No, the Bible says that the angels in heaven and even God himself party. So, like, Christians, we, we believers, followers of Christ, we have, when one sinner is snatched from the kingdom of hell, from the kingdom of darkness, like, 
hooray, shout, let's pray. God continues to mature them. God gets them plugged into a good local church that they can be discipled and they need to sit down and learn and listen. Um, and then they can, and then they can grow and, and teach and, you know, learn. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So recently her most recent music video has been causing a stir because of her confession. Let's just take a glance at that for now. And might want to mute it. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But as we can uh, see quite clearly, there's a lot of skeletons dancing around. Well, I mean, it's Kat Von D and her dancing crew and skeleton costumes. Van- I don't know what you call it. Vampire, Vampire love. love. Vampire I mean, love. I mean, guys, it is it is Halloween. Like this is this is it's a good title. To it's a good title to a song to drop at Halloween. Businessly speaking. Businessly speaking, yeah. Um, but, and we uh, talked about Halloween what last week or two weeks ago. So if you have not watched, go back and watch our Hawaii Jesus Network episode talking about Halloween and awesome. seeing our brothers decipher it and fight over should we celebrate Halloween? <laughs> That's right. The big fight night. That's right. So well, yeah, so like when you see something like that. What comes across your head considering the recent events of her becoming a Christ, coming to Christ? Kind of going back to what John said earlier, like she's a babe in Christ. It might again, it might be recent where she, you know, repented and trusted in Christ or maybe, you know, within the past year or so. Um, But John kind of said it earlier, like he posted a video or pictures about his baptism and then you know, five seconds later, posted like 50 Cent in the club or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you gotta, we, we gotta be gracious with her. I'm, I'm sure, you know, there may be women in her church that's pouring into her. Um, but again, we don't know her whole situation. You know, she might have a contract where she had to do that, or she may have recorded that already. And now she had to promote it or something well we, and we, we don't know the whole situation what what in that video is, is what in that video is sinful like i good question i was i was gonna say i if i would to if i were to pick out anything that bothered me the most actually had nothing to do with the skeleton outfits i'm like whatever all right they're actually it would, fully it would, closed. It would just have to be the the dancing would be sure. kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, it insinuates it insinuates pool dancing and stuff like that, which obviously it insinuates with other things. Also, so, vampires aren't even like a real thing. Exactly. Are we sure about that? I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Possibly. <laughs> have you ever proven? Have you proven that there? are Absolutely aren't vampires beyond what, shadow doubt. What's your primary source? What's your primary source? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, we can get into that. But so and, and the reason I asked that question is I think that would that be a video that I would participate in or watch? No. Right. But let's be cautious to not just all of a sudden make a mountain out of a molehill and and go too far. I think there's just some imagery and some things that are kind of weird, but at the same time, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at that and go be condemning about it. 
Um, even, even if it was something that came in the works after she got, like you put all the other industry stuff aside. I I still think like we let, why, why even engage with it too much? Let's still just keep encouraging. Let's still keep pushing forward. I mean, there, there are so many things that I think we could, we could not necessarily ignore it, but at the same time, I, I just don't see that massive big deal. Even when the full video drops, I mean, I'm not going to watch it, but I, I don't think it in itself necessarily has to be I, I think, sinful. I think as a Christian community, it would be safe to say it's an, un, it's an unwise video because what it portrays yeah. isn't exactly, for most people, isn't going to portray what we want to portray about Christ. So mm-hmm. I, I would say it's unwise. I agree from a Christian perspective, and so I think if Christians would perceive it like be able to be like, hey, this isn't the wisest video, but not like in a condemning way, just more like this probably wasn't the best choice in the world. Um, but that's just something you learn as you grow. Like you you learn these type of things as you grow as a Christian. So we shouldn't necessarily expect perfection overnight because that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think I would I would classify it more as unwise than anything else. Hmm. Now, so, um, so this kind of brings into um, question: um, How does a Christian navigate the entertainment business? Because um, you know, friend of mine, he he was a pastor, and now he's an actor. He still loves he, he still loves Jesus. He still witnesses to to the unbelievers on the set. So, like literally how because it's still a job at the end of the day it's still a job we we all work we all work jobs you know what i'm saying how 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 does one that's in an entertainment business um navigate as as a christian and that might be a whole whole other conversation that we can have but like you know she's a she's a baby christian again we don't know all the all the details behind the industry stuff but like how how does that how does she, how do you navigate that Look yeah, like I don't know. Say, John. That is like that is a really good topic. I think, I think uh, we should put that one in the pocket because that is we can really dig into that and 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 I think that would make a great episode. Like pulling pulling a bunch of different Christian celebrities and mm-hmm. like comparing and contrasting them and 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 seeing uh, how they maneuver through maybe, things. Maybe even our first uh, interview guest bring in someone who might uh have background in entertainment more than any of our folks even though you've got some in the back yeah i think that's a good question daryl and and i think again as we think about these things uh it's okay to think about it don't go to the comment section we already said that i'm just gonna say it again (laughs) just just don't don't or or you're probably already looking at the comment section i see a big sigh on john clash's face i think he probably is reading what some people are saying it's just (laughs) there's nothing good that's going to come from that in my opinion so I mean, I'm looking at our comments right now. Is that should I be stopping? I right can't now? even see. I can't even see them. <laughs> no, so. our comments are our, our our comment section is popping. <laughs> our comment <laughs> section is hype. Yeah, they they hold they, they holding it down. We 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 love y'all, Brooklyn Lou. <laughs> salute, 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 brother. I appreciate Bro- Lou. Brooklyn Lou is is my favorite atheist. <laughs> <laughs> Salute, he's, a, he's always tuned in always tuned in so, so, well speaking of broken lou let's just I, I i thought one of his questions is interesting when we mm-hmm. I, I think when we made comments about uh the dancing and whether or not it was on wise 
he asks, isn't imagery just art? Um, thoughts on that? Good question. So, and I think, I think Gio just kind of an answered him, but um, as, as Christians, uh, yeah, so Im yeah, imagery is, is art, but we do, as Christians, uh, we, we do have to abstain from all appearances of, of evil. Um, so um, we, I don't want to rehash what we already said, but um, it's just an unwise move as a, a Christian to promote things. And, and I mean, I would even, if, if I would approach this, not even strictly from how I would want to portray myself as a Christian and more from maybe just a moral question of itself is, do we believe that statement? Do most people believe that statement from an absolute perspective? And so, mm -hmm. for instance, if I would pull up a very adult porno film on my phone and show it to a, a second grader or first grader, and I say, well, all imagery is just art, isn't it? Would someone actually buy that as a legitimate reason for me to show that video to that child? Most people would say no. They right. would say that that's not what that's inappropriate for that age. That's inappropriate for the context. That's inappropriate for what it is. Imagery is art, but art has meaning and context and it, it comes with values attached to it. And so if I portray art or music and stuff and it doesn't align with my values, it's going to give the wrong image of what I want to portray. Art is a tool. It can be used for evil or it can be used for good. It's your choice. So can I, can I read that passage real quick from first Thessalonians five, I think, I think it's helpful. So it does say abstain from all evil, but listen to the context as well, because I think that there's more, uh, the, we can, we can K, give that one liner. The KJV has the abstain, uh, from the appearance of evil. <laughs> correct. That is correct. And, yep. and, and not all versions, uh, are the KJV. Uh, and <laughs> <Yep>. so here's, <laughs> Here, here's here's what the the elect standard version says. Uh, you want to do verse twelve? For starting verse twelve, I almost, yeah. I almost we, spit out my heretic tears. I, that would have, <laughs> I, nothing would bring me more joy than that. Uh, we ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord, and admonish you, and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. Be at peace among yourselves. And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all, see that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful. He will surely do it. Brothers, pray for us. And he keeps going on and on. But I think that when we hear that context, you hear so much of the positive of what we are to do, not right. just the abstain, but these are the things you should be doing and abstain from every form, if we're depending upon what manuscript we're going with and what Greek we're using, you're going to come with different translations. So I think that you could say appearance, but also form, regardless of which way you go on that, it's not that big a deal. You also see that, hey, what does it look like to abstain from evil? It looks like doing all of these other things. It's not just yelling and saying, that's evil, abstain. I think it's, it's including doing all these other things as well. 
Yeah, amen. Yeah, and yeah, thank you, um, LT, for bringing that comment up. Uh, Gio, you hit it. You you hit it on the head, sister. Um, it you know we don't have. Can we can we read it for the uh, for the people? Oh who yeah, are, yeah. Oh, that's right. Audio only listeners. Yeah, the, the lame ones who aren't subscribed to YouTube. Not joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's challenging because this is the comment. It's challenging because us not being celebrities, we go through our walk and stumble without millions of people watching and criticizing our every move. So I can imagine it's difficult being in the limelight. Yeah, facts. It's, it's straight facts. Like we we don't. Only the people that's closest to me know like my outward sins, but God obviously knows my heart. And then um, a celebrity, mm-hmm. whomever they are, however, whatever outlets they have, they have millions of people, thousands of people watching them on a day to day. You know what I'm saying? And if they slip up one time, it's going to be in the tabloids and, and everywhere. And as content creators ourselves, um, all of us posting tons of videos on our different channels and outlets and being on social media and stuff, like even when we make a mistake, not even from a spiritual standpoint, just from a like a information standpoint mm-hmm. or from a creative standpoint, oh, I, I bet all of us have had tons of comments roasting us over things that we got wrong and even things that we legitimately got wrong. Like they weren't being nitpicky. Like we legitimately, like I know in one of my videos, I said something that was like, not even accurate. It was it was not true, and I got roasted in the comments because it was false information. Um, and it's just one of those things where if you are living in the limelight, anything you do is going to be utterly, utterly torn apart. Yep, and and it's because it's out in the limelight. It's it's kind of free game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So let's let's pivot into um, other. Uh, you know we. We um I, I always forget this guy's name Jideon 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 something Gideon. like that. So and I, I don't I'm I'm not I'm not saying it incorrectly as like being sarcastic. I truly don't know how to say it. Um, but and let's compare how because I feel like they they both came out as Christian um, around the same time. And they're they're taking two completely different approaches to it, and I think that Cat, uh, and this is just my opinion, is taking the I would say the more biblical approach um, to 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 how she is walking out her faith, not with the videos, but as far as her not being an authority figure so early into her walk, and I think that we're seeing the opposite. In not just uh, JDON's uh, platform, but many people, when when they become Christians, they're all of a sudden an authority on the Bible. Yep. And I remember when I first became a believer, and even years, even right now, like uh, there's there's so much that I don't know about the Bible that I get I get nervous to start teaching it because I'm like, man, I don't want to guide somebody in the wrong direction on certain things. Mm-hmm. I know you you Calvinists definitely think I'm in error in many of my uh interpretations. But um, you know, it, it's it's just something that we shouldn't take lightly. And it, it's like our, our zeal gets ahead of our knowledge. And it's good to be zealous for the Lord. It's good to to want to share this with people but it, it's to step into the role of teacher so quickly after 
realizing your need for a savior, I don't know. It's just, it makes me nervous. Well, interestingly enough, so for those of you that don't know who Gideon is, he has over 10 million subscribers over multiple channels. Uh, he's known mostly for doing where he'll pull off pranks and he'll, uh, yeah, you can pull it up. Um, he also has a live channel um, that he's been going to very frequently. I think that's what we're looking at right here, Gideon Live. And then yeah, he has we're looking like, at the live channel. channel. Yeah, the, the prank channel has like 7 million subscribers. So I've watched a lot of him over the last few weeks. Um, not everything. Uh, I will say sometimes what he says isn't being matched up by what he does. And what I mean by that is early on in some of his first few videos after uh, coming, saying that he's given his life over to Christ, um, he definitely had an awareness of Christ before. And it's like almost a returning he said a lot of things like, I'm not a teacher. I'm, I want to be humble in this. I'm learning. I don't know. And he'll still say those things. But at the same time, then he, he will get asked many, many questions in his chat and he will answer many, many questions based on the Bible. And, and many of his answers are woefully insufficient. Um, or they are, are flat out borderline works based faith. And he even just recently had a five-hour live stream debate on his channel between Young Don and I, I wasn't sure who the other guy was. Um, I didn't watch most of it. I watched some of it. But for me, it just brings up this question of um, he, he's saying one thing that he doesn't want to be an authority, but then the way he's 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 approaching his live streams and answering questions, I think in good faith, I think his heart seems in the right place. But I think that there's just been some um, some growth and maturity that that probably needs to happen, and 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 the the stability of having studied things or learned things isn't there um, mm -hmm. in in a solid foundation. So I think that this is the problem that ends up happening is in much of evangelicalism, we want to follow celebrity. We want to follow people that become popular, and sometimes these people get platforms not because of they're solid teaching, but they earn them because of other things. And then we listen to them. And so with, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, to, and a lot of times they're entertaining. A lot of times they're just very entertaining people. Their personalities are fun. Much. They're engaging. They're, they know how to make content and they know how to capture people's attention. Um, so a lot of times people have itching ears for people who are entertaining at the, why people turn to them at least. Yeah, I'm I'm not entertaining. <laughs> so so I nobody watches my stuff. I mean, you have the most subscribers out of all of us, John. Come on now. That was that was from a uh, that was a fluke. You had seven almost like seven million views on one short alone, man. Yeah. I that I all I do I said like three words in that thing. <laughs> you no, know? so it wasn't for me. That was all for Mr. Rogers. It wasn't for me. <laughs> well and, and and much of like what has happened with Cat. Von D is also happening with Judeon right now, where many Christians, or not many, but I've seen some um, who have been making videos responding to him and kind of tearing him down. And now mm -hmm. it's been this back and forth where he's now responding to that hatred or that that taking down. Even when I, I made a video kind of to Judeon, um, Judeon, if you're watching, thank you for watching my video as well. Um, but my whole heart behind that was actually just to share the gospel, wasn't to correct him, um, but was more just to, to give a form for that. And I think that that's what I wish would happen more. I, I don't know 
how he's learning or, or if he's going to a local church. It definitely sounds uh, Hebrew Israelite ish in some mm-hmm. of the responses, and that is really concerning to me. But I yeah. have no confirmation about that. Um, that's just what I hear. Yeah, I and thought, I thought this. Well, uh, I just wanted to talk about this comment a little bit because it intrigued me. Is it wrong to share what we learned as we read the Bible as a new Christian? So that's that's a, that's a great great question, um, and you know, uh, there was comments earlier about you know uh, zealous without uh, knowledge and young jerk Christian things like that, um, and he may be a young Christian. Um, again, he may not be being discipled. He may not be part of a, a local body. Um, if he if he has certain YouTubers in his ear, that might be a whole nother can of worms that, you know, we yeah, he has to decipher. You know what I'm saying? And like Pastor Jeremy said, um, if he does have, you know, young Don in his ear, young Don is still learning. Young Don is still growing. And he's yeah. he's been around the many blocks and if he's you know teaching him it's like the blind leading the blind it's like babies leading each other i think (laughs) when it comes to this sort of when it comes to whether or not new christians should be sharing what they learn it's about the approach to me more than it is necessarily about the idea of them sharing about the bible like of course if you become a new christian and you make your content all about christianity that's great Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to oppose that. That's not that's not the issue. The problem becomes how you're doing it. If if you take the stage saying, "Hey, I have all the answers. I'm going to tell you what what's up, what's up. I I'm not going to learn from no one, even if they've been a Christian for years on end, and I've only started studying the Bible." If you approach it more from that perspective, like you're going to try to lay down the law, uh, that's coming that's coming very across very prideful and very ignorant uh, and unwise. Versus someone who's like, hey, I'm new to the faith. Um, let's just read the Bible together. Let's just read this passage together. And let's like have a con- like, I'm going to tell you what's going through my head right now. Maybe have some guests on who are like been um, tenured Christians for a while, you know, in the faith for a while, learning from them and taking it more from a humble approach yeah. um, rather than from a point of authority per se. Well, and, and I, th- I think that's what Jadeon has tried. But unfortunately, how do you run that line of people asking your opinion on a question Mm -hmm. about a scripture? Like, and, and so that's his live streams have always, have now shifted to Bible content. Everything is Bible content is a hard shift from, I mean, people are coming in going, are you going to do your old content? He's like, no. And so it's been a hard shift to Bible content. And so in that he's inviting questions. People are dropping super chats, asking him to read scriptures and give his ideas on them. And so I, I don't think there's any, anything necessarily wrong, but he is an authority in the eyes of the people in his chat. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's the challenge. So uh, one thing I would say is God can use anything. The fact Amen. that he's got all these people asking him Bible questions, even if, he doesn't give the correct answer. Hopefully the person who's asking it will then go search out other answers to the question. Because I know when I have a Bible question, I'll look at a whole lot of different perspectives on it, not just the first thing that uh, that somebody tells me. Uh, it could just be because I'm like a, a research fiend. <laughs> but um, And then the other thing that... Um, 
that I think about whenever I hear of somebody being an authority on something, right? I look at somebody who's like Mike Winger. Whenever Mike Winger teaches something, he teaches it from a place, especially something that, that there's a, a bunch of different interpretations on. He teaches it from this place of like, hey, this is from my study. This is what I've come to the conclusion of. This is that. This is that. Blah, blah, blah. These are the reasons why I don't agree with those other people who are doing it. Uh, I mean, who interpret it this way. But I could be wrong. So, but here X, Y, Z, and he lays out the reasons for why he believes what he believes. And he does it from a very humble place. And I would say that Mike Winger is somebody who could speak from an authority, authoritative place. Um, he's been doing it for so long. He's pastored. Uh, I don't. I don't know for how many years, but he was. He was a a, a pastor at a church before going um, online. So, if somebody like a Mike Winger, and you could agree or disagree with his theology, but what I'm saying is true about how he approaches things. Um, if Mike Winger is going to be like that and be very humble in, in his approach to scripture. It's interesting to me that that brand new Christians, and I can be guilty of this as well, can can come from a place of authority like this is what the Bible says and anyone who believes different is insane. And I, I think that's something that we have to be cautious of, not just mm -hmm. uh, J.D. on, but, but all of us who are in this Christian space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well said. Well, and, and and so I think that the the interesting point is, or the thing that I hope my prayer is that he continues interacting with people um, in positive ways, and that can help him learn. Because that I mean, that's unfortunately what I've seen is just a lot recently of him just trying to defend um, uh, or, or speak against one saved only saved. That's been like the the main thing over the last week, and I'm just like. Uh, I don't know that young Don is, is the guy that you should be bringing in to have you know, a conversation right. about exactly. once saved, only saved. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Go talk to Corey, uh, call up <laughs> Corey. He'll, he'll chat, chat with you. But yeah, I think uh, disrupted faith has a point too. And mm -hmm. I think I can feel this too, as a creator myself and stuff is that a lot of times I think young believers who are popular, who have a, have an audience and they do li like live streaming specifically is like a, like dead on this where you feel like you have to have an answer. And mm. if you're doing a live stream, especially you're getting hit Back. with live questions like, hey, what does this passage mean? What about this theology? What yeah. about this thing? And you're new to it all, but you don't want to look like a, a dunce. You don't want to lose your followers. You don't want to say, I don't know all the time because that's not fun for content. Mm -hmm. um, you're like in this situation where like, I need to have answers. I need to, sure. I need to be smart. And yeah, so... I could definitely see that being the case where, you know, if you, if you feel like you're on the pedestal, you need to sure. have answers for people. No, that's, no, that's good. And I, I do appreciate, um, cause he, he has mad followers, just like young, young, young Don. I do appreciate, um, him doing a, a complete shift in content mm -hmm. because his, his content was just like, uh, boot, uh, book gang or, uh, John was, what's his name? Um, the bo the boxer or whatever uh, I forgot what his name he was doing all the pranks and stuff like that and then Jake came... Paul or Logan Paul or... no 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 uh, uh, boot gang he had he had the locks tattoos all over his face um, oh man it's not coming to me it's yeah. not coming to me <laughs> yes yeah, I'll, I'll I'll post it in the chat uh, but he's like boot gang and he did the same same thing pranks he built his 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 
channel off of that, his build his fame off of that. And then, you know, he gave his life to Christ. Um, and it, it just, you know, he gave his testimony and all this stuff. And he, he kind of changed his. I do know, I do know who you're talking about now. Now, that, yeah, now that he, he was with Yo Vicky or whatever her name is. Um, so like he, he, he completely changed and they, they they built this audience, this big audience off of, you know, just doing crazy stuff and, you know, God changed them and they, they made that, they made that pivot. Um, so I, I do appreciate that, that, you know, he, he's changed from doing stupid stuff, you know, yelling and cursing at his people that's watching him, you know what I'm saying? To now just talking about the Bible. It's, it's. Uh, that's that's a it might not seem like a big step to us, but I'm sure that's a big step. And him. I mean, the flaw, let's just say, like, also when it comes to flaws, I think sometimes Christians can perceive different young Christians' flaws as worse than other young Christians' flaws. Yeah, sure. So let's yep. just say, Gideon, maybe his teaching style isn't the best for how new he is to the faith. Maybe he isn't associating himself with the best of Christian influencers in the realm. I don't know. Let's just say that is the case. Um, a lot. That's <laughs> a lot of people will perceive that as less bad than, let's say, Cap Devon's most recent posts or something like that, because of perception, because of the thing. I I know I said it wrong. Look, we're gonna ignore that. All right, brother LT is We're gonna scratch that from the record. Devon, that's mic drop right there. Look. Look, I'm too much. Uh, I, I I have no idea. This is the first time I ever heard about her. All right, give me a break. But either <laughs> way, good, brother, I love you. But dad. either way, like the, the their different flaws come from their different personalities and their different businesses and all that stuff. Um, but I don't think one's really that much worse than the other. It's just it's based on what they need to grow in specifically. Yeah, I just think that um that cat's approach and and, and telling her audience like, hey, I'm not. Like this is my, my page is not going to turn into like this Christian uh, teaching page. Like that's just yeah. not going to, that's not what's, that's not what is going to happen here. And I think that that's a good approach. Um, yeah. Like kind of knowing, knowing your role in this, uh, in this thing, like knowing your place mm -hmm. is, is important and understanding mm -hmm. that, that you don't know the answers to all of these questions. And uh, I just, I think that it's difficult when you're really popular yeah. um, because when Absolutely. you're really, when you're really popular, you got a lot of yes people around you. So you're used to always being right. Mm. Um, even yeah. when you're wrong. So it's, it's like you can, you can talk on things with authority and people around you be like word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's that's that's one of the most frustrating things whenever you see like someone who has relatively famous become a christian or whatever or try to change their life around a lot of leeches try to hop on that bandwagon because clout yep. comes with money clout comes with yep. money and the love of money is the root of all evil yep. um so it's always crazy who comes out of the woodwork to what like crazy you know prosperity gospel people or whatever come out of the woodworks to make connections with these uh new believers Crazy. So one one thing that we can do for for Cat, for Young Don, for um, <clears throat> Gideon, uh, pray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Only God can change someone's heart. Only God can change their situation. Mm -hmm. Pray. God is sovereign. God is in control. Pray. The, the, the more and more we 
chit chat and you know talk down about this person blah 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 it's not going to change anything yep. the only one that could change something is the lord um mm-hmm. so we we, we got to pray for these people um pray that their walk can they continue to grow on their walk pray that they truly get discipled pray that um the lord keeps the wolves away like you said it, with clout comes money and popularity like just keep the wolves away um and then just also pray for the influence because as they grow grow in Christ, they'll they'll learn the word more. They'll hopefully learn to, to proclaim the gospel more. Um, and then their their influence hasn't gone anywhere yet. So praise God for that, mm-hmm. you know. And again, God can save Kat Von D. God can save uh, Gideon and those teeny boppers that were the, that was watching them. <laughs> they're literally like saying the bible jesus you know what i'm saying and now it's just like oh the bible jesus yeah well i i think i think there's nothing more powerful than uh an idea or a thought in the mind of a believer and, and so i think that then you add platform and space to that it could be amazing uh, i i just also think that we we should be we should be cautious uh, this is what i'm taking from it personally I need to be cautious of the voices that I'm listening to, mm-hmm. to make sure that the voices I am listening to have proper authority to say what they're saying. Yeah. And so, I mean, we do this in the reformed community all the time. People, um, I mean, uh, wh- whether you like them or not, Costi Hin came to his platform more because of his uncle than him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, I don't dislike the guy, but I just think that he, he got that platform awfully quick. Um, and I'm not saying everyone has to go to seminary. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but all I'm saying is I think that when people get uh, given the microphone too quickly, um, we, we should be cautious of that as people that are learning um, and yeah. want to be learners. Amen. So, yeah. Right. Well, let's, all right. um, yeah. I was going to say, I think we, we talked about this topic for about an hour now. It's um, a good topic. Good topic. It was a good topic. It was a good conversation. Yeah. So that's why we let it play out. But we do have a couple other smaller topics we wanted to discuss before closing out tonight. The first of which is recent Britney Spears abortion whole episode. Did she just recently come out with a memoir or something? Yeah, she's dropping a book. I was going to say, I, there's always controversy the moment oh. a book or something comes out. You're like, that's the first thing I always think of. Whenever I see like a name pop up in the news that hasn't been in the news for a while, I'm like, what are they dropping? <laughs> what are they releasing? Um, what what so, in the Will Smith is going on here? <laughs> oh, man. Let's see. Um, I think I have the article. <laughs> Up here. Free marketing. We're about to give Britney free marketing. I yep. guess. Oh, we can get abs today too. Apparently, sweet. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. Okay, her upcoming memoir, "The Woman in Me," her high-profile romance of Justin Timberlake wasn't what it seemed, and she had an abortion while they were dating. Um. So apparently, she was afraid that Justin Bieber cheat. I mean, not Justin Bieber. Justin Timberlake cheated on her. Um. She was in love with him. And then at one point she became pregnant with his baby. It was a surprise, but for me, it wasn't a tragedy. I love Justin so much, but Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. Um, If it was left to me alone, I never would have done it. But Justin was so sure that he didn't want to be a father. Um, And sounds like he pressured her into having an abortion. 
and that is the controversy that has arisen recently. This uh, the title of the In Sync album, "No Strings Attached," makes a lot more sense now. I I I, I don't know Britney's music. See, if you had sound effects, you would just drop the DJ LT. The worst yeah, you already know what it is. The worst part about that is that's not Britney Spears' music. He's talking about Justin Timberlake's music, and we didn't even know the difference. I, I you know. Do you know how often – I could pull up my playlist right now and show you all the Britney Spears and Timberlake songs I have. Zero. Yeah, Zero. That's because all you got is Bethel. No. <laughs> no, not at all. John's coming in with the heat tonight, okay? I feel like my I feel like my life has been on blast this entire this entire <laughs> live stream. My word, he's about to start talking earlier. It's because I called myself the best host on the show, isn't it? That's why. Yeah, I that's, think it. That's, I think hey, that's it. I didn't. I didn't bring the heat. I'm just here. Yeah, Jeremy, you showed up late. I think you paid him under the table. I, think, I I think I know you. I had a session meeting. You're right. I was yeah, meeting me, my give elders. Me the, give me the bumpers. Give me the give me the 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 overlay. I think I might. I think I might hit this, hit this up, hosting up sometime for real. Well, and right. so on topic, on topic. Yeah. So back, <laughs> back on topic. I, I think that, um, I mean, if this is true, it's terrible. Uh, I also think that there's way more, there's a ton more people in her life at the time who would not have wanted her to have a baby. I, I, I mean, we already talked about industry. We already we already know some of the history that Britney has gone through with the conservatorship and some of those things. So I, I'm I'm cautious about what is being who whoever might have pressured her, whether it was Justin or someone else. I believe there's truth to the to the story if it is true that she would have been pressured. Like I don't think it's hard for us to think that that be true. Um, yeah. And if that's the case, it's it's terrible. I mean, it, okay. First of all, I'm going to start this off with whether or not the, I, I I have some. I'm always whenever it comes to Britney or famous people in general who are coming out with a new thing, and then they start controversy when that thing's coming out. I'm going to be skeptical. So I'm not going to stand here and say, "Oh, this is awful. I, we need to really rally behind her," because I don't know. I don't know if it's true or not. But under the assumption that it is, I agree with you, Jeremy. This is that would be an that's an awful situation. But as you said, also more likely than not, a lot of voices around her, if she was pregnant, were probably like, "Don't have the child." Um, and also knowing knowing about Britney Spears' mental health and her problems throughout the years, she would probably not the most stable at the time either to make a great decision for herself. So, yeah, there's a lot of confounding factors that would play into this yeah i um i think they were very very young at this time like mm -hmm. they were still I, I believe under the disney umbrella this was around yeah, her sure. like hit me baby one more time uh that 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 song that kind of like blew LT, her do you know that song i is? do know about LT? that one well, I can, do you, know that can you sing it for us lt uh, I don't think it's appropriate for the why Jesus audience. <laughs> right. I think it's fine. <laughs> I remember I remember hearing it in school. All right. Okay. Oh, baby, baby. There That's, it is. Uh, yep. There it is. I did that one for Gio because I was doing that all morning. And uh, she was like, if you do this one more time, I'm leaving now. Oh. Um, so if the lights cut out, she, she'll turn them out on you? <laughs> No, she's uh she's in uh she's in Boston, but oh, okay. I was anno I was okay. annoying her before her flight. Um, so anyway, 
when I hear stuff like this, right, I, I don't, I don't doubt that it's a possibility that it happened, but I think uh, it, it shines a light on a bigger issue, which is, um, I made a video about this earlier about how the men who claim to be pro-choice, and I'm not saying this is all pro-choice men, but many of the men who are pro-choice, they're not really pro-choice. What it is, is they want the option available so that way if they ever get somebody pregnant who they don't want to marry they can use that my body my choice situation and and pressure the woman into getting an abortion because they don't want to marry her and Mm -hmm. then the the woman does it because here's the thing if she is in love with the guy and really cares about him she thinks that by doing this it's going to help their relationship and help them move forward and then later right. down the line they well, could have she's a baby. afraid that she'll end up with the child by herself and the father will disappear out of the scene and whatever financial situation she's in she's like well i don't want to deal with that potential yeah. consequence i don't think Brittany uh was worried about her finances. i don't i don't think so either <laughs> well, no, I, think, I think hold on i think other people were worried about Brittany's finances and uh they were like man That's if it. if this this baby would be a stumbling block on the road to gajillions yeah. of dollars. Yeah. So I think she, that's if she was it. young, and especially and early in her career, they're probably like, well, you won't be able to take as many opportunities, won't be able to travel, blah, blah, if you have a child. And that's just it's just sick. It's it's child sacrifice, essentially, because you're sacrificing the child for your career or sacrificing the child for your relationship or sacrificing the child for the millions of dollars. It's child sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I wonder, I wonder what the response will be, and I, and I say that because we live in a culture who uh, desires to make um, to make this actually a moral good that you you did this, um, but yet she's presenting it in the book as a, a seemingly as a moral bad against Justin Timberlake. Yeah, uh, and so that that's interesting to me that. That would be the the perspective, and I, I I wonder. I'm I'm interested to see what the the overall reaction will be. I guess. So I I also found out that Justin was uh, I don't know if it was in an, in an interview or, or something, but he was concerned about what she might be revealing, hmm. and and then this comes out but that could just be because she's crazy you know uh that like he could be like man i wonder what this crazy chick's gonna say or make up or something like that but also right a lot of women struggle after they have an abortion and they it it like eats at them for the rest of their life so we can look at britney spears and be like yo this girl's crazy right now but how do we know that this isn't one of the factors that led her to the point that she's she's at at right right now now. yeah yeah and that's uh bd said that in the comments down below i think it's a that's a good point it's one of the things we'll never be able to know um but there's definitely in britney we're definitely seeing a lot of the dangers and the problems of the industry in general and why coming back to the the topic we put on the shelf for another time having that conversation of how does a christian operate and live in the entertainment industry um man it it's it seems almost impossible in some, in yeah some and 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 then you see here also there's another issue that we're not like i mean obviously the abortion issue is the most prominent but there's another issue here that stands out to me is 
a lot of celebrities, instead of actually dealing with their problems in a healthy way and keeping them private, they make money off them. Right. And they do so either because of personal want, they want money or whatever, or because of influence from other advisors like, hey, you could deal with this privately mm. or you could make a ton of cash for you and me by uh, <laughs> making it content. Um, so Red table like, talks. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's one of the biggest issues I see sometimes within the public sphere is that, again, uh, Harry and Meghan, that's another example of someone taking a lot of dirty laundry, throwing it out in the public to see because there's this, there's a lot of money involved. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of the issues is that a lot of times they go crazy, not just because of the choices they make, but because they're being influenced to make money off their problems, which just drive more problems, which cause more issues. It's also, um, I think if you look at like Jada Pinkett Smith and, and what she's doing to Will Smith in just, it, there's always something that she is throwing him under the bus for, or some sort of drama, like, Oh, we haven't been together for the past seven years. It's like, you just want attention. That's all that it is. Like, yeah, you want to make money off of it, but there, there are people who just, they need attention so bad and they also need validation so bad. And, and that's something that's common within people who are in the entertainment business because your validation comes from people accepting and loving the entertainment that you're dishing out to them. And that entertainment also comes in the form of your life. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm going to give you all of the bad things that are happening in my life as a form of entertainment because I'm an entertainer and and I think that it's rooted in the the need for validation and the need for attention. So well what should, what should the Christian response be? Or, or what can, I mean, obviously prayer, but as we're sitting here and what we're having these conversations, I think we've, uh, we established abortion, at least a little bit, we've, we've established that. Um, how, how else should we respond? What else can we do? Uh, is that, is that the extent of it? I mean, I think there's probably going to be more in the book than just this mm-hmm. is my guess. I mean, I, I would just say, uh, as far as hearing a topic like this, um, when it comes to abortion, and if it played out in the way that she says that it played out, I think that shedding light on how manipulative and destructive the abortion industry is, that Absolutely. since it's so easily acceptable, it's, it's so easily accepted, because it's so easily accessible, mm-hmm. that manipulative men can use it Mm. against women and it's supposed to be you know this is what it's under it's supposed to be a woman's rights issue it's supposed to be a a a woman's right to make that choice but then you have men in the background who are making the choice for them and Mm. uh i think that that having stuff like this come to light i think that we should do a good job at pointing out how abusive and manipulative men use this to their advantage. Yeah. Yeah. It's something that a lot of people I feel like don't talk about when it comes to the abortion topic. Like let's just say pro-life side often focuses on obviously the death of the child and the moral stuff, but there is a side of it that a lot of times pro-lifers will even overlook where, um, how it's even abused by people on the pro-choice side. 
um, mm. how is how people on that side even use it for their own advantages and for their own good. Because um, I know people who came out of the um, like um, sex trafficking industry who were safe from that and delivering that. And pimps do the same thing. Um, yeah. Pimps, once they get control of women, they'll force them to get abortions um, so that they keep making money off them. Um, so it's like, it's not only like, obviously seeing cases like this with Brittany where it's a consensual relationship and there's manipulation involved, but you also see in a more abusive terms where you see it with um, like actual pimps and aggressors doing the same thing. Yeah, and it's interesting because people on the pro-life side, we get called pro-birthers, right? But what would you call somebody who forces a woman or manipulates a woman into into getting an abortion just because they don't feel like having a baby with this woman? You know, there's no real quote-unquote um, moral reason that they can find except, you know, I, I just don't want to do this. I'm not ready to be a father. It's like, well, then maybe you shouldn't have done the thing that creates babies. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I, I <laughs> yeah. don't know. But like, what do you call somebody like that? If, if we're being called forced birthers, what do you call someone like that? That's that's that sick to manipulate somebody into doing that. Mm -hmm. I it's mean, it's... It's an it's an opportunist at the at the best. Like I mean, yeah. that's the best. That's the nicest thing I could say. It's an opportunist. They see an opportunity to get out of a problem they created. Um, right. But you can use a lot worse terms than that when it comes to deception. And I mean, like if that. that's if that's other things, that's abuse. Yeah. If, if you're if you're tricking or putting someone in a position of something they don't want to do that can harm them, that's abuse. Right. And so I mean, imagine, imagine if Justin did the same thing for sexual favors, if he would be trying to manipulate Brittany and stuff into sexual acts, people would be all people would lose their mind against him. Mm -hmm. They would they would they would they would throw him to the wolves um, for something like that. But when it comes to something like this, it's a lot more. Oh, uh, well, you know, but it's the same concept. Someone trying to manipulate and abuse a woman for their own gain. I saw in my TikTok comments, which are, you know, the, uh, the, um, only the deepest of thinkers on TikTok. Yeah. The, the Greek philosophers of our day are philosophies among us. <laughs> yeah. Are the TikTok comments. Um, but you know, they, they're commenting like, oh, well he did a good job. You know, he, he dodged that bullet. Um, he knew that she was crazy. That's why he did it. It's all these like, I'm like, dude, are you, did you miss the point? Like he manipulated her into killing her child. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, man, dodged a bullet on that one. It's like, what, what are you talking about? Listen, and, this and is how decent, this is how desensitized we are to this stuff that mm -hmm. your, 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 your conclusion after reading all this information is, oh yeah, he dodged a bullet. Yeah. What? It, it, it's crazy because a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people see it that way where it's like, oh, well, she's crazy. It's a problem, blah, blah, get out of it. But a lot of times they overlook the fact that something, some a child had to die for this to take place. A woman had to be manipulated for this to take place. And what we see of Brittany later in her life was probably because of a lot of abuse and opportunists mm -hmm. and people taking advantage of her. I mean, you see this with Justin Bieber. You see this with other people who all made really bad choices as they got older, being young child stars, growing up, making really terrible decisions, really going off the deep end. And it's because adults around them manipulated and took advantage of them their entire lives and they don't know how to react. And now people, millions of people laugh at them and mock them for it.
Yeah, bad company corrupts good character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Any other any other thoughts on that? Well, I, I think the the question um, down there from Chugabug is a good one because I think the the question is well when when is bringing public or trauma private trauma personal trauma to the public good and i i think that there's so much uh, let's take it from just a church perspective for a second right let's let's bring it out of the entertainment world and into the church world there's so much abuse and problems that happen in the church um, when we have situations like Mars Hill and Mark Driscoll that many people don't even know about because it was only 10 years ago, um, or we have issues like Doug Wilson up in Moscow, Idaho, or we have issues where things that have happened with John MacArthur in the way that they've handled biblical counseling, um, mm-hmm. seemingly creating more problems. If no one told their stories, we wouldn't know. Yeah. Right. Right. I think the challenge becomes, and I said this in, in the in the chat, uh, and this is why you should hop in the chat and engage. But uh, I think the problem or the challenge becomes when the person is profiting from the story, it becomes a more of a challenge to believe. It's, and yeah, I was going to say, and it's it, not only just it doesn't have to be always making money off it either. It's also sometimes how you do it. Like if my first response, if I if I experience, uh, let's just take a, the passage in Matthew where it says, if you have a problem with your brother, address them directly. Mm-hmm. Um, if he does not listen to you, take him to what the elders or something along those lines. And if that does not, if he does not repent, it, it goes down this series of events until it's like, consider him a Gentile. If he doesn't mm-hmm. repent at all, like just consider him a Gentile at some point when he completely rebels. Um, there's this, a lot of people want to skip those, want to skip our steps. They want to skip mm-hmm. the steps of reconciliation. They, they want to jump straight to public defamation. They want to jump straight yeah. to the most extreme first. I'm not saying in every <laughs> case, there are cases of abuse where you do not want to talk directly to your abuser. That is not always wise. That is not yeah. what I'm saying. Do not misinterpret me. But there are many cases where you should. We talk to the person that you have problems with. When it's not like an ex- in certain there's mo- a lot of cases you can you should go directly to the person that you have problems with. There are certain cases where you shouldn't. And I'm not saying every case should. But normally when you shouldn't go to your person that you have problems with, doesn't necessarily mean the first step is a defamation or public knowledge. Sometimes mm-hmm. the next step is going to someone you can trust and counseling with them. Sometimes the next step is going to a leader in the organization and talking to them about the issue before sure. making it public. Sometimes it's going to a counselor asking for wisdom on what should I do? Like a lot of people want to skip the steps of reconciliation, and jump straight to defamation or public knowledge. Now, I mean, th- this is 20 years later, so we don't know how many steps are in between in this yeah. case. Yeah. But I think as a principle, I think that's a good thought. You were going to say something, John. Um, I was just going to say that uh, when it comes to talking about your trauma publicly, I would say uh, to answer the question of when is it um, okay to, to to talk about your trauma publicly, I would say one when you're ready to, uh, what, right. when when you're at a at a point where talking about this, even if it hurts you to talk about it, it's not like going to send you through through a depression, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, is speaking about this going to going to help other people who have been through what you've been through Mm -hmm. are you just speaking about it to speak about it or are you speaking about it to to let people know they're not alone i remember one of the most difficult things that i've ever did was i i think maybe a year and some change ago I, i made a video of how i forgave the person who sexually abused me 
and I never got to forgive him to his face, but just in, in my heart, I was able to, to forgive him and move on. And you got to understand this is a big leap from it because there was at one point where I was searching for him so I could kill him. Um, so there's, you know, it, it, it was a long process of going mm -hmm. through that, but I know that not a lot of men uh, who go through this are able to speak about it and are, are able to talk to other people. So the reason that I wanted to, to put it out there publicly was to let men know that they're not alone. And what's interesting is uh, I think one in six men is mm -hmm. abused, whether as a child or, or older, you know, there, there's some sort of abuse that happens in a man's life um, sexually, one in six. So I, I don't mean to like, talk about yeah look what i did I, I spoke about this publicly you know and look at me i'm so awesome but there was a long process of getting to that point so i i would say what are your intentions in doing mm -hmm. so uh, i think are very important can you handle um because i had some people like write some wild stuff um like people were like oh this dude's gay and stuff like that and i'm like wow this is tick tiktok's evil man um and i mean but, yeah, because like it also comes down to that idea of um, as you're talking about, John, with when you shared your testimony, the idea can help people, the idea. And also there's forgiveness there. You weren't trying to run the guy's name through the mud, per se, or mm -hmm. um, try to get hit on them or anything. You were you were expressing actual forgiveness, reconciliation mm -hmm. and help for others that may be struggling with something. A lot of times people come out with these hit pieces and that's what they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be hit pieces. They're supposed to be. Uh, they're not supposed to bring justice. They're supposed to bring vengeance. They're not supposed to uh, bring awareness. They're meant to tear down someone's career. They're meant to be hit pieces. That's what. The, that's why people call them what they call them. Um, and if your intention is to tear down and destroy and not to edify or help others, that is already a red flag. Um, ideally, hopefully you can correct someone in their way. And sometimes that sometimes can be through mercy. Sometimes that's through justice. Um, but if you're, if your sole goal is to destroy someone's life, that's a terrible motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, pastor Jeremy, since you're the, the pastor in here, what would be the, the proper, the proper way to do this in a, in a church situation, right? Mm -hmm. in, in where, um, something, let's just, let's just say something bad has happened in the church that, you know, People are going to start talking about uh, it's going to get around and and everything. What are some steps that you take to kind of um, that you would take in order to make your church congregation aware of something that went on? Um, how do you how do you approach forgiveness, reconciliation? I, I'm just giving you a whole bunch of hypotheticals sure. right now, um, but but you know where I'm going with this. So so just yeah, uh, take over. Well. Uh this is why you have policies written that are clear. Um, so the church knows how to handle things first and foremost. Uh, this is why the law is clear. If this is a mandated reporting situation, then that's our first step. Has to be. Has to be. There's no ifs, ands, or buts, no question about it. And so if this involves a minor and the, and the possible abuse of a minor, um, you, you have to go with that first step of reporting it to the authorities and then you work from there about cleaning up and not cleaning up. That's the wrong language, helping re bring restoration um, and, and help people to deal with that trauma. Um, 
luckily we haven't had to, to deal with any of these types of things. I've had many conversations with, with students and parents together um, when they feel wronged, but I think we need to be very careful to not throw abuse around as a term. That term is being thrown around um, to the detriment of true people that have been abused. Yep. It's not abuse. It, discipline is not necessarily abuse. Um, it may not feel good, um, but that doesn't mean it's abuse. Uh, so ultimately, if there was someone um, who was going through that, that would be my counsel if it was with a young person. If it's marriage counseling, again, if the police need to be called, the police need to be called. And I think that part of the problem from the church is um, they're unwilling to involve the authorities when it might need to be an involvement. And I think we've seen that uh, play out. Uh, and, and I think we can't be afraid of that. It's not like a failure somehow on the church to, to see that someone needs protecting and to know that's above my ability to protect them. And then, I mean, from there, it's going to be a lot of, of time of, of looking at Galatians six and restoring a brother in grace or a sister in grace. Um, and that, that this condemnation we're not heaping um, and trying to walk through that uh, is sometimes reconciliation isn't even possible. Um, and, and I think that knowing when that might be the case, but that, that would be the, the approach that I, that I at least initially would take. And then if we're talking about messaging and, having this come up in the church, like I would speak harshly against things like gossip. I would speak harshly against things like taking sides and assuming, you know, all the information. Um, I would, I would remind people uh, of the restoration of Peter um, and, and those types of passages that there is no condemnation now for those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, Brother Daryl's favorite verse down there, uh, Romans 8, 1. So I think that those are some of the things, but there is no one, one case handles all. Uh, every, every situation is different and every, every case y- you have to come at from a, from a different perspective and you have to listen to everyone. Uh, ultimately, if someone's coming to me as a pastor in confidence, um, they can share things with me uh, in confidence. But at least when I work with students and young people, they know that there's a line that, that like, you can share things with me, but I might have to call your parents. Like this, this doesn't not go, uh, it has to go somewhere. And I've had situations where we've had to call parents and bring parents in because we're afraid for students. That's not easy. That's really hard. Um, but in doing those things, I think you try to walk people through um, a reconciliation. Usually what ends up happening is there's resentment uh, between family members, parents and kids and, and spouses. And and that's going to be a much longer counseling time that probably even I would I would say you you need a counselor that does this professionally who also loves Jesus and will, will help you submit to God's word. Um, I'm willing to counsel people, but I'm by no means um, an expert in this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm learning, but that, that would be the, my, my basic approach trying to catch all the scenarios. If we're talking about something like a teenage pregnancy, I mean, I think that's been one of the, we look back in the history of the church where the church has done really bad about hiding those things. Um, and, and, maligning people for poor life choices. Um, I think that's a different category than what we're talking about when we're talking about possible abuse uh, in the church or outside the church. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And I just so we're clear, I think that uh, when Dylan went to go spend some time with you, he, he did suffer a little bit of abuse by you not having juice with breakfast. Do you know you how much it. sugar is in juice? Dylan met my kids. Dylan, <laughs> if I gave my kids sugar first thing in the morning, how do you think the rest of the day would go? Oh, it would go great, man. They'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> they would be happy. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't have had the day with the consequences of that decision. <laughs> I was fine. I say give them juice. <laughs> and you can come babysit. I'll catch you. I'll catch you sometime when I'm open. You know, I'll help Street. you out. Uh, there's a good video, by the way, guys. If you, uh, if you have not seen it, yet on lt's channel he spent what was a like a weekend mm -hmm. over there with yeah uh, i spent a weekend at, at jeremy's place uh made a couple videos on my backpack religion channel and um, i've got one it. channel as well given he him given his like background of why he does what he does mm -hmm. on his channel yeah it was good yeah definitely so let's let's pivot into the last topic and we're, we're not going to spend too much time uh on it but um uh, I'm over here hosting Dylan. <laughs> I don't know, John. I mean, I kind I kind of like this. It makes my job easier, man. All right, all right. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll I'll, I'll continue. I'll continue. Um, so you know, we we're we're about a week, a week and change from when Hamas entered Israel and uh, murdered women, children, and uh, you guys all know what happened. And, um, you know, so we just didn't want to, uh, didn't want to hop off here without updating, um, because a lot of things have happened and what we've seen, and this is just my opinion, uh, of, of the media coverage is that in one week, it seems like we have forgotten what happened a week mm -hmm. ago Yep. and the narrative is, is changing and fake news like that people are denying the atrocities that have happened and um are not only denying it but justifying it so they, they're doing two things they'll deny and justify the, these two things it's it's the um character traits of any uh abuser is to deny and justify uh gaslight and all that but anyway um just wanted to get your guys thoughts on on some of this stuff and and how it's been sitting with you because i've been in prayer a lot about it you know i'm not i got many people think that you have to like pick a side you know what i mean mm -hmm. like oh mm -hmm. you gotta be you're either team it's, it's ridiculous it's literally like teams it's like you're either team israel or you're team palestine and it's like Look, I'm team Jesus, okay? And I think yeah. all these people need Jesus. And I think that Jesus yeah. is the only way that the Middle East will ever see peace. But, like, I, I've just been in, in a little bit of turmoil over this because I have friends that are on, on both sides of this that are, um, you know, that I have Palestinian friends who have a, have a legitimate um, yearning for, for, you know, feeling that they've been oppressed over over the past uh, you know, 75 years or so. And, and beyond that, they think that they lay claim, they lay claim to that land. That's a whole other discussion. I'm not going to spend too much time into that. And then you have um, the is 
people who are from Israel and, and the Jewish people who feel like, like with the narrative shifting that this is, this is uh, um, similar to, to how Hitler was able to get everyone to turn on the Jews, you know? And so I'm just, uh, I kind of just need some advice from you guys. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm struggling in my prayer. Like what, what am I, I'm obviously praying for their salvation. I'm praying that people turn from this, this evil ways and turn from justifying the, the deaths of innocent mm -hmm. civilians. But what, what are your guys prayers in this situation? What are some of the conversations that you have? And what are some of your, your views on this? Because us as Christians, we have to take a different route than what everyone else is taking. We have to, right. we have to walk a different path. Our path has to be in love. We are, we are the, the only worldview in this whole um, trinity of monotheistic worldviews that uh, that are called to love our enemies, mm -hmm. and and so how do you guys navigate all of this? Well, one of the things that actually frustrates me the most has nothing to do with Israel or Palestine. It has to do with the fact that um, we talked about it here on this channel. But something very similar to this happened uh, with Armenia. Yep, that's right. And it got no no news coverage, zero. That's correct. No one talked about it. No yep. one talked about the ethnic cleansing of 120,000 Armenians uh, being pushed out. Um, and so part of me <laughs> is a little cynical um, and frustrated in that. And, and I hear that from, um, from Arthur and, and from others that we know um, that have – sat by and watched that. And then this happens just a little while later and everyone's taking a stand either for Israel or Palestine. Right? right. So the fact that people even are taking sides uh, can be so hurtful for other conflicts in the middle East that are just not talked about. So that's one. So one, one of those is, is, is just prayer for more transparency across the board. Um, I've, I've had to find myself being very hesitant to speak about any of it because I just don't know what's true. I saw a post earlier today. It said it um, is actually, I don't remember who posted it, but basically we live in a world now where eyewitness testimony is more reliable than video. Mm. Like, how do I know what I'm wow. seeing? I don't like, and, sure. and mm. So I, I am so skeptical of anything and everything. And so I'm, I'm there with Lou, the skeptic. Um, and I'm just, it's frustrating. So I'm getting more and more frustrated as like just one moment today, we hear um, Israel bombed a hospital, a Christian hospital. And then a little bit after we hear, well, no, it was actually a misfired rocket from Hamas. And and then there's video that comes out. And then some people are saying that video is from 2022. Some people are saying like, I, what? I don't know what to believe. It's and all that's, propaganda. The, that's the most frustrating part for me. In yeah, many respects. It's, it's all propaganda. Um, you know, you know, John, I, I, I love how you, you know, research, 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 you know what I'm saying? So you, you, you could probably speak into this more than all of us can maybe LT's in his research as well, but like, yes, yeah, it's, it's literally all propaganda. It's like, you know, whomever you, who you watch, what they want to feed you. Um, because just like like you said, John, in the beginning, there's people that, that act like that didn't happen just like nine days ago. You know what I'm saying? And they, they it's just another, let's move on the news cycle. You know what I'm saying? But then again, it goes back to what Pastor Jeremy's talking about, about Armenia. Like, 
the same thing has happened over there. It wasn't covered. You know what I'm saying? And there's more atrocities going on that's, as we speak, that's not being covered. And it's really what they want to feed us. Um, And then, yeah, I'm I'm with Pastor Jeremy. Like, I, I don't have all the facts. So, like, I'm really hesitant to speak on it. Um, but you know, we do, it's not taking sides per se, but it's just like everyone involved with this, um, Israelis, Palestine, like everyone, we, we just need to pray. Like we, we, we need to, we really just need to pray. God, give us wisdom. God, give us insight on, on, on how to support, how to, how to pray for them. Um, and what what is what is really truth? Because like Pastor Jeremy said, like that one story was spun in three different ways. Like what's really good, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the that's the frustrating thing about things like this is that you see so many news articles with their own take, um, trying to support whatever they want to support and get away with. And it leaves us all kind of clueless. And so I think I would, pl- I would just continue to pray for everyone who's not like, I just pray for everyone to be patient, everyone to be patient, patient and slow to have opinions and slow to speak and slow to anger and slow to these things. It's, it's good for us sometimes as Americans and mm-hmm. for people, especially not even really involved in the situation to just take a step back, take a deep breath, and be slow and and think about and be wise in everything we say and do regarding the situation. And then continually pray for peace and for God to change the leader's hearts and perspectives mm-hmm. on this, that they can find resolutions. Because um, as the proverb says, um, like how God can guide the hearts of a king like the streams of water. Um, I, I, mean, I know I'm summarizing that proverb, but essentially it's kind of along those lines of God helps direct the paths of leaders and stuff. And um, he, he oversees, he oversees everything. He's in control yeah. of everything. He's in control. He's, he's sovereign. He's Lord. Well, you know? And and so he, here's something I think as we, as we think about this, the challenge becomes, and, and I think it's true. So, so what do we, what do we do? Right. Prayer, mm-hmm. prayer is important. And I think as we're, we're considering how we do that, I think how we, relate and have these conversations with the people we come across is really important that we're not uh, quick to, to blame um, one side or the other or to get defensive or so I think how we as Christians engage this conversation, but there's another side of this that actually really also bothers me. I'm just getting older and more curmudgeony in my old age. Um, (laughs) But uh, all this like end times prophecy fulfillment stuff. Okay. So Here's what I'm going to say to all of that. It Say it's true. I mean, even the, I saw a TikTok video of like, look, the Euphrates River dried up and it leaves the symbol of the, the Omega. It's Jesus coming back, the Alpha and the Omega. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm getting dumber right now. But um, okay, say it's true. Say it is true and that this is end time f- prophecy fulfilled. Are you living any differently? If that mm. means that Jesus is coming back in a week, in a month, and tomorrow, like- 
are you actually living any differently? Are you proclaiming the gospel? Are you preaching the gospel? Are you living the gospel? Because I think that's one of the things that we can pray is just come Lord Jesus. Like, yes, just come back now, but also let's live. I, I don't, I don't believe in a lot of the end time prophecy stuff. I kind of side with Jesus that no one will know the day or the hour. So stop living like you do. And instead, I think we should be living as if Christ could return at any moment. And if that's what we think as Christians, we don't need to spend all our time speaking and, and, and showing how, Hey, this is Zechariah 12 and this is this, that. And okay, just, just go tell someone about Jesus who doesn't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. That's my soapbox. Yeah, I would I'm say, off it. I would say all of the uh, all of the end times prophecy stuff. If there was anything that has made me want to be non dispensational in in my whole uh, Christian walk, it's now because <laughs> it's just like like I I I get um I get the 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 whole wanting to to make people aware of the signs of the times and, and to, to give them a sense of urgency and, and, and uh, you know, he could come back at any moment, but that's true no matter what's going on in the world. Amen. That's so right. That's right. like, and, and we have such a Western perspective on this stuff. Yeah, and, absolutely. And, and so I'm just like, you know, I, I still to hold to my es- eschatological eschatological, Yo, these words, apostolic, like I, I mess up these words. Like, apostolic. Like, yeah, apostolic, like, yeah, like like LT messes up celebrities' names, you know? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the I think I think mine is more justifiable, but okay. Devon. Yeah. <laughs> Devon. Devon, girl. Um, but but yeah, my, esch- my eschatological views, I still hold to them, but I'm just like, like what are we focused on here you know what what are we focused on are we focused on no being the guy who can tell you the exact day that jesus is going to come back or are we going to be the guy who is telling as many people as we can about jesus coming back you know it's Mm -hmm. it's uh I, i just think we lose sight of things and it's like why, why do we get excited over this stuff? Like, oh, you see, there's war in the Middle East. Oh, man, that means this. Ah, ah. Like, like, you got to check yourself if this stuff is getting you excited. Right. This stuff breaks my heart mm-hmm. to see all this stuff going on. And, 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 and when we read Revelation or Daniel or anything about the end times, it's not like, it's not like the, um, the apostle writing down the letter or God is like, you know, I'm super happy that everyone's now really wicked and destroying things. That's not the. That's not really the theme. It's like things are getting really depraved. This is actually not good. This is bad. Uh, people are no longer loving God, but lovers of evil and things like that. Um, and there has to be justice. There has to be justice now because it's gone that bad. Mm-hmm. This isn't like. This isn't like. Oh yay! Everyone's terrible now. It's. It's this. This. It's a solemn. It's a solemn thing going on. It's a. It's a thing of justice that needs to take place, although it is a grievous thing. I also don't think like as bad as things are, it's not as bad as things could could get. Um, I, I I really I don't I don't know. We have this uh, limited view of evil because yeah, you know, God, God as evil as this world is, God holds it back. And just imagine God 
you know, hypothetically, like removing his finger off of this, like, and, and just devil got free reign over everything. Like, just imagine what that would look like. It wouldn't look like us streaming on a Tuesday night discussing cat right. Devon, you know, it just, it just <laughs> wouldn't. So, Max. you know, I, I'm just, I don't know. I know we, we, we strayed off topic a little bit because we, we got, uh, yeah. we got, we got to. It, it's also about that hour. I was going to say we're yeah. slowly approaching closing time here at the shop. So any, any final thoughts, any final thoughts before we conclude? Uh, well, I just, I, I think that just to recap, if you came in late, um, Christians, get out of the comments section. There's nothing good that's happening in there. Uh, leave people alone. Uh, that's that's first and foremost. Jadeon, please, please follow someone who <laughs> who knows the Bible well. Um, okay. And everyone else, be in prayer, man. This okay. is a confusing time to be a Christian or a new Christian. And so for some of these folks, like, man, there's just so much out there. Like, how many of us on our channels have just interacted and talked about bad theology from people who might from all appearances look like they're, they have good theology. And I think that that, that is the terrifying thing for a new Christian walking in. Like, I don't know that, that that's what I've been taking away is try to show more grace and, and with everything be in prayer. So that's my closing thought. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I, I, I did all that. This is, he, he summarized it very well. Good. All right. I Good. agree full heartedly. And since I agree full heartedly, and since I am the host and John is not the host, I am deciding that we are concluding right here, right now. Final decision. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, thank you for being with us. If you haven't yet already, like, comment, subscribe, engage, all those things. Yeah, I mean, I know we're leaving now. Comment you love this video or something or if you didn't like it let us know how we can improve hashtag replay gang <laughs> but uh thank you everyone for tuning in have a good night and see ya <laughs>